If you haven't heard already, my friend and I have started a ministry called Praying While Imperfect. It is a chance for you to grow in your relationship with God and connect with other young women who are just as curious and eager as you. The details will be in the description below of each episode. I hope that you join and I hope that we are able to connect outside of you just listening in on this podcast. Welcome back to Perfectly Imperfect with Janae. What's up? What's good? I hope that you are all having an amazing week and that you're just serving God in any way that he wants you to serve him. As you can tell by the title, today we are talking about being in the present moment. Does that serve a purpose in our life? Because sometimes I'm all in my head, all in the clouds, and I have to remind God to keep me here present We have a special guest today who is going to talk about her experiences with God and just staying present, all the things that he has for her in this lifetime. Hey, Sierra, can you tell us who you are, what you do, why you're here, anything you would like us to know? Hi, Nay. So I'm Sierra. I'm an entrepreneur. I call myself a beautypreneur because I'm an esthetician. I specialize in facials, lashes, and brows. And today I'm here because what better time than to focus on the present when you're building a business and a thriving relationship and you're letting God move so much in your life as I'm only 22 years old, but I have to completely trust him to take me and get me to my dreams. So I'm super, super excited to be here today and dive deeper into it. Yes. So what made you start your business? What gave you the creative inspiration to say, you know what, I'm going to invest in myself and I'm going to just do it. I'm going to create the princess beauty. So I started my business because growing up, I've always loved beauty and I've watched multiple women in my family on television and all around me be fueled off of how their beauty impacts them the way that you maintain yourself and your beauty plays a huge part in how you tackle your day how you feel about yourself and how you handle situations that come to rise when I was in high school if I was sick or I had a big test my mom would even notice I made sure I looked good so I could feel even better and that is literally a key motto that's why beauty is maintenance because if you're not maintaining you how can you pour into anyone else So I started the business to not only cater to enhancing one's beauty, but to remind women to show up as their best selves. But you have to take the step to actually invest in you and maintain you first. And when did you first start your business? I first started, so I've always dabbled in beauty, but it officially launched in 2019 when I graduated high school. I became a certified lash technician. I took it with me to college, but I kind of tried to back bar what God had already given me to pursue because I was like, okay, let me be a nurse. That's secure. But God shut that down quick. I ended up going to esthetician school and I re-LLC this year at the top of the year and became the princess beauty in 2023. Let's get into that. You were um, in nursing. You originally went to college to pursue nursing. Um, Did you feel like that wasn't for you? Like, why? Like, what was that switch that was like, you know what, I'm going to do the things that I want to do instead of doing things that I feel like people around me want me to do? So, yes, I did go to school for nursing and I've always loved to take care of people. Like, it's not that it wasn't a passion because I'm a nurturer. I love to take care of people, but 
it was more so I had already had a plan to go to beauty school after nursing was just a security so that like if the world's ending, I know they're going to need a nurse. If beauty's not making money, I know that I can go there and be safe. And God was like, I don't want you to play it safe. So God literally orchestrated it to where when I got into nursing school, I mean, did all the work, did my two years of prereqs, got into nursing school. I started filling these blocks and everything, when I tell you everything was just in a way, I was like, okay, let's take a break. Let's regroup. I'm going to try to transfer nursing schools, figure this out. In the midst of that all, I kept seeing beauty school, beauty school, beauty school. And I was like, oh no, I'm going to do that when I'm done. Let me handle this first. But once God really broke me down, had me crying, I realized, no, God's saying, walk with your faith, follow your dream and watch me make it come true and stand on my promise. So that's when I was like, okay, God. You got it. Just take it because I can still take care of people and nurture them by teaching them or reminding them to embrace themselves and self-love through beauty. Yeah. And being someone who's known you since forever, I can definitely attest to she was in nursing school. Y'all and I'm just like, I don't I don't see this for her. But OK. And so when she finally took that leap of faith and walked in her calling and her true purpose, I was just like, I just see it like this is you. This is your whole essence, who you are. This is who God created you to be. And it's beautiful to see someone walking in their calling. And that's actually so funny because a lot of people around me, when I, you know, told people, hey, I'm not doing nursing school no more. If they were asked, I was like, I'm doing beauty. Nobody was surprised. And I was like, why did nobody say nothing? Because everyone has said, I seen you in beauty. That's been you. That's your calling. That's who you are. And you can help other people feel enhanced. But they allowed me to walk my own journey, even my family. No one pressured it until I got out of nursing school. Everyone said, we didn't see that for you, but we were going to let you figure it out for yourself. It's not that I couldn't do it. They just knew my heart was somewhere else. Yeah. And that's kind of like how the God we serve is. He's like, I'm going to let you figure it out on your mm-hmm. own until you realize what is really for you, um, yeah. what what I have for you. And that's if you didn't take that route and see, you wouldn't have the passion you have now to really just keep going and keep pursuing Yes, and I'm very, very thankful for the way he works and how he makes stuff happen. And that's another reason why you have to include God in everything you do. Talk to him about it. Back then, I wasn't really, I was talking to God. I was raised in church, but I wasn't talking to him how I am now as a full adult, literally having to make the moves by myself. But everything happens for a reason. I don't regret anything. I met wonderful people, built great networks, and get to really, really see that this is my passion and this is my calling to do is for sure I'm not guessing it anymore so let's get into more about your entrepreneurship I know for me having a podcast and pursuing ministry and just wanting to heal people I kind of get in my head and I feel like I'm not deserving or I feel like I'm not equipped or I feel like I'm not ready or I don't know enough or I'm looking at other people around me who already are established in their career and in their walk and in what God has called them to do How do you stay grounded? How do you stay present in that? How do you get out of your head and remind yourself like this is exactly where I need to be? And how do you fully um, how are you fully aware and present in those moments? So in those moments for a while, I was to always in my head thinking about the future. Like I have to do this. I have to do this. And then comparison literally is the root of all evil. I would look at other businesses. What are they doing? Let me try to do this. Let me figure this out. But that's when, when it wasn't working, it kept, it wasn't working. I was like, okay, God, what do I do? And that's when it was be present because he always says, be grateful for now. Show me your thanks and your gratitude so you, I can give you more. So once I mastered that, I learned to live in the moment because when you look 
look into the present, you see he's equipping me. Let me work with what I have now. He's going to prepare me for the rest. But if I show him I can utilize what I have now and I'm grateful in what I have now and thankful and being resourceful, he's going to continue to push you forward and you'll find so much joy because you don't get time back. So if you utilize the time you have now and where exactly you are now, the business structure you have now, the clients you have now, it all comes full circle and you'll be genuinely happy with it because we have to give ourselves credit for where we are. And remember, you are one of one. There's no one like you. There's no one like God. So just lock in with you and God, who you are, where you are, where you're going, and the present will feel so rewarding. Yeah, heavy on the getting joy from the process. Mm -hmm. Just imagine if you just woke up and you had it all like you would not have and you didn't have to go through that process of getting it It wouldn't be as joyful because then you're just like, well, what's next? What else can I just get the tears, the Mm -hmm. praying to God, the having to really hustle and figure out creative ways to bring people to you to bring people into your creation to bring things to life. I feel like creative people are so spiritual because it starts Mm -hmm. inside and then we just bring it to life and that's the joy you get from enjoying the process and being present in where you are now where God has you right now and then another thing if you're not present you're kind of losing God because he wants you to focus on him at all times he wants us to not worry so when you're focused on him and running into his presence which is the present moment he's like I got you what you want I got you trust me ask questions fast walk with him ask questions and listen for him to respond so that you can go where you need to go and then in that present moment you can fall more in love with yourself you might be able to critique some things because if you don't take the present and he just Speed fast you to the future that you already want. You might miss some essential steps, miss some people, or you might not be fully equipped or able to use the resources he's giving you for where you need to go. And then you get up there now. You know, it's just a moment. It's gone. You don't have a story to tell anyone, a testimony, or anything to remember, or nothing, a, a real relationship with God that shows he's a miracle worker. He did this for me. You just got, I got here. And that was it, you know? I agree. How has the present moment raised your discernment and when you're making decisions when you're making choices I know we talked about um the other day in our you know time that we'd be talking about how you were in a shop and God was encouraging to you to leave that shop how has staying present and aware and alert and sober sober minded and vigilant help you to discern and move when God wants you to move how he wants you to move So using my discernment has always been something that I had since a very young child. I didn't know what it was called at the time, but I would just be like, I got a feeling and it's not right. But when I started attaching it to God, I would say, God, show me steps. And so when the environment's not right, I find joy in what I do. I'm truly in love with my beautypreneurship, my passion. So when I'm walking into a place and I'm not feeling that when I'm feeling fog braided I'm literally praying like you would think I was in spiritual warfare in that location because the way that I had to pray the things that would happen I was like okay God I don't know if this is you and maybe I ran into this too soon thinking that you wanted me in a space in this business when really he was showing me how good it can get as the whole space and not just a part of it so using my discernment allowed me to see That yes, I am human. I thought that this was something that God had for me, but I realized I never questioned him about it and said, God, is this from you? I just started. I was like, this got to be from him. Thank you, God. And I ran with it, which I shouldn't have done. And so my discernment stayed very strong because it was always something tugging at my heart telling me, no, leave. 
leave, leave. I prayed about it. I fasted, took days. I took time. I literally let God work, took my hands off of it. People would ask questions. I'm not sure. I don't know. This is in God's hands until he tells me what to do. He tells me my next move. And that's how I went based off of everything. And he said, move. And I moved. And it would sound crazy to some because you're going to move with no definite next step. But I jump off mountains with my God because he showed me before. So okay. <laughs> I be jumping and I, I know I'm a land. Yeah, I feel like staying present sometimes looks like waiting, Mm -hmm. waiting on God to give you an answer, still doing the things that he wants you to do until you have that definite yes move from God. And that's why a lot of us don't want to stay present because we don't like waiting. We Mm -hmm. we want to know. We want to hurry up and know and know the next step and know and we want to move now. And sometimes God is just like, just wait. Yes. Because I'm teaching you something. And renewing us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the waiting period, he renews you. He makes you not weary to where you're completely trusting in him. You're like, I know you, I got this, God. If you move too quick, you're not aware. You could walk into something, like I said, walk into something not meant for you. You're not aware of everything around you. It could be so much. So if you just wait, I promise you, God got you. Let's talk about your testimony. You said you're building a testimony in that present moment, waiting and and pursuing and doing God is building a testimony out of you so let's talk about your testimony because in high school you started off selling slippers <laughs> and started off with the princess project but um and now you're here with the princess beauty how has the present moment got you from where you started to where you are now like talk about your testimony how you went from just selling it to the, your high school friends and mates to now you're able to meet people all over and people you don't even know want to come to you and get your services. So starting from high school, it was something I felt like I, I love to share mindsets. And so the idea of my business is to essentially sell you a mindset, which is empowering and self-love. So with the slippers, I wanted princess slippers. I said, you know what? I'm going to make them. They're going to be called princess slippers, walk in luxury, be who you're called to be. And not everyone knows how to get there on their own. Starting there, I just wanted to empower people. Then I said, I could take this further. I love beauty. Let's dive deeper. Anytime someone would come to my house, it was something beauty related. Let's do face masks. Let's do this. Let's do that. I just want to take care of the inner you because how can you show up for yourself, your business, your life, whatever you have going on if you're not nourishing you. So getting to where I am now, being an adult in a whole different city, it's more empowering now because I watched God. My business grew as I grew. That's why I took off project off of the princess because the project is something you're tweaking. You're trying to figure it out. You're turning it in to get submitted to someone to tell you how good you are. Basically society in a sense. But the princess beauty is I'm already here. I'm doing what God's called me to do. I just have to maintain it. So that's why we took off the project part. So that testimony grew with me as I stepped into the woman that I am realizing that God has given me the power and the tongue to pray to him, ask him for things nourish myself and stay solid within me and through my business to be able to reach others and do his work that he's called me to do yeah we love how god will take your passions that you had ever since like a little child he will expand off of it and make it your lifestyle and that's the good thing about following christ the lovely beautiful thing excuse me about following christ you said that you were in a thriving relationship you know my podcasters and me we love talking about relationships and just the love aspect of all things how has being present helped you and your man connect on a deeper level how has it helped you and your man's relationship flourish being present and acknowledging everything that needs to be acknowledged 
Girl, being present is the key to it all because we live in a society where people are worried about everyone else's lives, the future, what they're not doing, what they did do. But when you're present and God has allowed you to get to the present and you see that, you got so in my relationship a lot and I had to critique myself. He's not always wrong or if I'm feeling some kind of way that it's not necessarily what he did. It could be us and a lot of women don't want to take accountability or we don't want to realize, okay, what's triggering me? If something's going on with your partner, what's triggering them? And that's where God comes in when I tell you we bring it to God if we have a discussion about something we disagree okay let's bring it to God because I don't look I don't let the enemy play I'm big on that I don't let him play with things that God has given me and I know that God has given me this man from previous accounts of talking to God us talking to God and just all the history within us but being present means realizing the way that he says something might feel about something right now is not forever because do you know who my God is being present means the way that I see something might not be how he intended it but I'm triggered what's my past let's get down to it being present means how is he reacting right now not how social media boyfriends do or not how this girl boyfriend does this but how does my man show me he loves me how does my man show me he cares how does my man show me that I'm safe not how the world shows you that you're safe so being present literally ties you closer to your partner and God because God gonna make sure when he don't do nothing else he gonna make sure he brings us together by getting in the middle of our relationship anytime anything goes on he pulls us right back in or he makes sure we run to him and when you run to God you stay present and I thank God for any anything any moment I don't care if my boyfriend has asked me the same question three times thank you God that I even have someone here to ask me those questions to think about and it could be something as simple as what can I eat tonight but it's just being present to know thank you God for this moment thank you for our minds uh, the evolution because when you're present and you get to see someone grow like the present of last year and the present of today we have grown so much and that's beautiful because I'm literally watching our us grow more in love with each other more abundant more faithful more like we're learning all these things as we grow present and I'm just so thankful for it because it's a really beautiful moment Yes, we love the God-centered relationships, not the worldly way, Mm -hmm. the worldly relationships. You and your man are both entrepreneurs. How has that lifestyle been? How have you both been able to just speak life into your businesses and run them? What is that? What is that lifestyle? I want a man who both of our purposes are the same, but expressed in different ways. Mm -hmm. Let's fill us in about that. So when it comes to both of us being business owners, I constantly pray to God that we, for one, know how to prioritize us in the midst of our business and our greatness because we have to have a level to come back to and prioritize God. But within our businesses, we give everything to God. We consult God and we make sure we hold each other accountable for it. If there's a big decision, did you talk to God about it? Yes, talk with yourself, but talk to God ultimately because he speaks to all of us differently. And for us, a lot of times he speaks to us through each other or through ourselves. We'll be telling each other an idea and we kind of start getting the answer, but it feels like serendipity. Like, I got it. This is exactly what God meant for us. So we consult God in everything and just being not only business partners, but best friends and knowing this is my person. They got me. They want what's best for me, being supportive and just entrepreneurship is not easy. But having someone to share that with, that's what a partner is. Having someone like, man, it's hard this week. Man, it's hard for me too. Man, we up this week. It's up for me too. Or man, I don't really know if this is a good move. Okay, baby, let's pray about it. 
be present in your business, be active. And then when it comes to business, I know that God is equipping us not only in our relationship, but in our business to manage and maintain everything while being in a fulfilled relationship with God while he's within our relationship and maintaining successful businesses. So I put it all on the line to God and literally speak life over our business, our relationships. And we operate from a positive state of mind. We don't allow negativity. And I'm very, very big on watch what you say. Don't say I'm broke. We don't play that. No, I'm wealthy because I'm God's child. You're abundant in life already. So it's just all about the way that you speak and your mind. Girl, I need to take that because I'd be like, I'm broke. And I need to stop saying that because there is power in the tongue. And And when I tell you, when God showed me the power that's in my tongue, it's in all of our tongues. But I'm speaking from my own experience. Once he told me, watch what you say, watch what you think, which, Nay, we talked about this before. If you're pondering on a thought that God didn't give you, which was negativity, something evil, any doubt, any fear get it up out of there because you can manifest it and God's going to show you there's power in the tongue but there's also power in your mind and what you think which translates to your tongue eventually so you have to be careful I mean rebuke a mindset and it's okay y'all have to learn to rebuke any evil mindsets my business is going to fail I rebuke that because devil I don't play see I get real feisty I will rebuke something I could be in the middle of target and I'll start rebuking because I know negativity don't come from God evil don't come from God jealousy hatred infidelity all of that we don't play none of that so once you're rebuking it and calling it by name you're forced to be reckoned with and you're telling God I'm yours and they know it so what's up yes I love that being present sounds like trusting in God, keeping mm-hmm. God in the center of all things because God will keep you present. God will keep you grounded. God is the answer. How have you, that brings me to ask, how have you managed like insecurities and difficulties within your relationship? How has being present and catching those insecurities helped you to keep walking with your relationship? Because I feel like that's how a lot of God-centered and even just relationships in general um, fail because we as women and as men get Mm -hmm. insecure and we don't acknowledge that insecurity. We let it fester and we get Mm -hmm. in our heads about it and then now we're mad at our significant other and now Mm -hmm. we're creating tension and now they're out in the world looking to get it off their chest or satisfy that tension and then the relationship is broken. So Mm -hmm. how do you manage the insecurities? How do you keep God in the middle of your insecurities? So the first step would be to acknowledge them for a long time. Everyone has an insecurity of some sort. And I'm not saying it to say, oh, you have insecurity. That's sad. I'm saying it to say, address it. We're human. So first step is to acknowledge your insecurity. What's bothering you and realize when something happens, it might not necessarily be your partner or the way that they said it, but it could be you. What trauma do you have? What comes from the past? What made you have that insecurity? Once you address that, God, I rebuke this insecurity right now and being open-minded with your partner, but praying over your partner that they have the mind and the heart that God prepares them to help you walk through this insecurity and overcome it because we are overcomers at the end of the day. So being open with your partner about an insecurity once you figure it out and deliveries everything. So I'm insecure about this because of this, but I'm sharing it with you because you're my partner. You move, I move. God, please help us overcome this. Help us to see the good in it and speak life over it. So whatever your insecurity is, speak opposite. For some people, a lot of insecurity could be looks because there's a lot of Instagram models. Love yourself. Your body's beautiful. And if you're, you share this with your partner or whenever you get to the point to be able to, God, please guide my partner to be able to assist me to overcome this as I seek you in this time and realize that your partner wants you. He's with you. You are one of one. There's none other like you. So doing that, you just have to understand, address it, give it to God, 
share with your partner, even if you don't do it right away, pray that God prepares your partner's mind. Because let me tell y'all a way that God works. I've prayed about stuff in my relationship and never told my man. And few weeks later, maybe months, he'll bring it up or do it exactly the way I asked God. Or even better, you know, than what I could imagine that I asked God, could he help us, guide us through this, figure this out. And it brings tears to your eyes because you're like, God is so good. Sometimes he can communicate stuff for you. So it's just about being open-minded, being attentive to your person to realize, even if they have an insecurity they may have not never spoke to you about, pray over it. Or just rebuke insecurities in general and let them come forth, face them and realize that's not you because insecurities don't come from God. He's made us in his image. Feeling good, go maintain you because you are everything that the world needs and more. You are everything your partner needs and more. So once you live in that and don't worry about what he look like, what she look like, what Instagram says, what did, what did God curate between you two? Y'all are each other's person. Speak life into that because your mind is everything. Think highly of it every chance you get and just live with God and enjoy the little moments because love is beautiful. I love love. I'm a sucker for love and I want everyone to experience the fairy tale love, the God sent love, the love that just has you floating and you like thank you God. No matter what happened, pray about it. If you fighting for this relationship, if God sent it, pray about it. Cause you're gonna get through it and it's just so exciting to watch God work and see like love can happen and in society they make they have a thing of all the negatives of love and sneaky links and toxic. I have literally muted those words because I have to be careful what I okay. allow myself to take in. And you are able to do that. You are able to monetize yes. what you are viewing on social media. Mm-hmm. You don't have That's to huge. see negativity if you don't want to see negativity. You don't have to. And don't compare your relationships to anyone else's on social media. Because everyone has different love languages. And you know, what's your man background? He might show you love like this because of his background. You know it could be better. Pray about it. You know, it's that easy. But I don't think people see it that way. They see it as, oh, he ain't nothing. He don't want me. La, 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 when he could be showing you everything. But you are comparing him to someone that's not him. And root comparison is one of the roots of evil god doesn't want us to compare because we're one of one so except you're one of one he's one of one god has paired you and god's in the middle of it just let him be yes being intentional about Mm -hmm. everything you are doing in life and sometimes i fall short of being intentional and it's okay also practicing grace giving grace and compassion to yourself not beating yourself up about oh i need to do this or i need to do that because that's how you lose the present moment is Mm -hmm. when you are being so tough on yourself you're not giving yourself that grace and compassion that god gives us all to have Let's talk about generational, breaking generational curses. We talked about social media having this negative view on relationships and even entrepreneurship because you're seeing things on social media or you're seeing the opinions of others. But what about our family? Mm -hmm. Breaking those generational curses within our family. Sometimes we are the ones who are doing something new in our family line. And because our family has never seen that before, their insecurities can project onto us. So how do you stay present in those moments when the ones you love the most can't see the vision God has given you. So that part comes in with trusting God and knowing what God told you and his promises, right? So when it comes to breaking generational curses, you'll experience a lot of, and then I had to learn this too. They're not necessarily speaking when it's a loved one and they've been so supportive of you, but you might give an idea that's like, whoo, that's a little iffy, but we're going to see, you know, that's the response. 
they're not necessarily speaking to you from a place of, and I'm not all. Now, some of them could be speaking from a place of anger, pity, or whatever. But most people around you that really love you and support you aren't speaking from a place of, you can't do it. They're speaking from a place of, I've never seen that done. I don't know how it's possible because when I was your age, I couldn't do it. But God didn't give them that mental capacity because he called you to do it. So you have to see it as, they're not talking down on me. They're afraid and they don't see it. It become impossible for themselves, but that's okay because God's going to make an example out of your life and show them how good it can get if you just trust God. If you literally jump off mountains with God and say, I'm trusting you, God, where are we going? So when it comes to family and breaking generational curses, you have to be aware of that so that you can catch it when it happens and not even get upset with them. More so is like, okay, I'm going to let God show you. You can't argue with them about it because some people are stuck in their ways, but once God shows them, Or once God uses you to show them how possible it is being present and just breaking generational curses, that's where it comes in. We're doing stuff that's never been done before. It's going to look forward to them. Everybody in my family knows when my mind is set on something, I'm making it happen. I will literally, it could be a level of delusional faith because I trust God that much. I do things that big because God doesn't want us to think small because when the bigger you go, the more faith you have, God shows out that much more because he's like, you trust me to do this when you trust me to buy you a Benz when you got six dollars to your name and do what about it? It's just about trusting God and taking the steps because faith without action is dead. So if you wanted something or you breaking these generational curses, but you're not making a move because you don't see the money or you don't feel like you qualified, how can you expect God to show up for you? Take tiny steps to get where you want to be and trust that the family's going to come and realize it after God makes an example out of you. So don't hold it against them. Pray for them that God expands their mind for what he's about to do so that after they make an example out of your life, you can continue to pass it down with the open minds, with the open hearts and the full, full trust. Me Because I'm just like, God, so many people around me have never seen this. I have never seen it happen mm-hmm. in my own life. So it's hard to keep that faith. It's hard to walk by faith and not by sight. So visually writing it down, visually re- talking, yeah. speaking that out loud, not just keeping it in your head. Yes, but you have to speak speaking it. Speaking out loud like this is the promise God gave me. This is what he said. This is what he said. And what he said will come to pass because mm-hmm. God is not a God that lies. At all. Um, has this journey been hard staying in the present moment been hard has it been an easy journey or has it been difficult to stay present very difficult to stay present it's gotten it's gotten much easier but it's difficult to stay present because there's so much we want out of life and we're in a generation where we all feel like we're behind and we're only in our early 20s but we all feel like we're behind and part of that is social media so to stay present means I'm living in luxury now. God has given me this now. I have a life. I have a home. I have a car. Anything that you may have in your possession that God has granted you with, be present in the now because like I said, he's equipping you. So yes, it is difficult, but it's beautiful. It's a beautiful journey to walk with on God because in difficulty, you come closest to God. He gained your trust the most because you can't do anything but run to him and realize this is my present. I love it. You don't get time back. You only get one life. So why would you waste it worrying about the future when God God has already, he's already decreed that. So once you're declaring God already decreed, live in your present and enjoy it because you're literally on your way there now. Yes. And in his word, it tells us to give thanks, mm-hmm. give thanks to our father, because that's what increases our blessings or that's what gives endurance 
to mm-hmm. our blessings is when we're showing our father thanks, when we're being present in the moment and realizing he's already done so much for us. We already yes. have so much just because we're not having it the way the world has it mm-hmm. doesn't mean that we don't have just as much or yes. even better because it's more fulfilling because we know that it came from God. Yes, on our walk with him. So it's much more fulfilling, much more wealth, much more luxury in mindset, in health, in love, in family, whatever you have, everything that you have it's much more abundant because it came from god and that's where you separate worldly with present because worldly and present are two different things as well a lot of people think worldly and they miss all the present moments that shape you into who god's called you to be yes i love that i love that you're giving some good advice yes i need to write it i'm trying (laughs) so your whole aura your whole personality is beauty what is your routine like when you do feel like you're in your head? How do you um, use beauty as your routine to bring you back to the ground? Like what are your rituals? So whenever I'm in my head or I feel like I'm being attacked, you know, the devil decide he want to play today. Okay, cool. So for me, I will usually take my supplements, you know, my vitamins, drink something healthy. I love cucumbers and ranch. It's good for your skin. I'm an esthetician. It helps you glow. Make me some cucumbers and ranch, but I'll probably start off with a nice shower. And in the shower, I'm praying, talking to God, thanking God. I'm beautiful. Thank you for fulfilling me. Thank you for this life. Thank you. Speaking positivity over every possible part of my life, even if I haven't got there yet. I pray over my marriage and we're not there yet. You know, I pray over my business and we're not all the way there yet. I pray over everything. And the what and everything that's to come, thanking God for it already and thanking God for where I am right now that I'm even having a moment to where I have to get myself back straight and run to him. So I take my shower, I do face masks, I do lots of skincare and cooling treatment, something that you can breathe with slowly. I like to stretch while I have on a face mask, do things that cater to your inner beauty. And when you look good, you feel good. So I eat healthy foods that cater to my skin. And I will stretch because you're releasing energy. And then the face mask and ice rolling. I love aloe vera. I love aloe vera ice rolling as well. So I'll ice roll with that because it's cooling. So it essentially closes your pores. It tightens everything. But it gives you a cooling sense. You can breathe. You can talk to God while you're doing that. And look at yourself. You're maintaining you. Once you maintain you, you know that you're worth something. And it reminds you who God has called you to be. Now you're ready for anything. So I go to a ritual of cleaning my face, doing a skincare routine, washing my face, drinking tea, drinking healthy stuff, and then eating my cucumbers. I just set forth the day as if I'm at a retreat, basically. I treat myself with lots of love, look at myself in the mirror, speak only kindly. I watch stuff that makes me happy. Listen to empowering things to make you feel like you're that girl because you are. That's exactly what you have to do. And in the midst of it all, make sure you're rebuking any negativity or evil that didn't come from God. Yes, we love that. And the importance of rest. God Mm -hmm. tells us to rest. So when you are resting, that's a good time to do those self-care routines and be present with your body Mm -hmm. and be present with what your body wants and needs. Beauty is your superpower. What would you say to girls who, I know we talked about how you know that you're beautiful because God created you and you know that he created you like in his image. And he mm-hmm. said he calls us wonderfully and beautiful, beautifully made. But how do you, what would you say to a girl who does not know how to express that beauty outward? I personally, before I came to God and 
started my self-care, self-love journey with him, I didn't know how to express myself in my clothing. I didn't know how to, what I wore. I didn't feel beautiful in what I wore. Or I didn't know, like, what is sexy to put on mm-hmm. or like how can I dress more feminine mm-hmm. what would you what would be your advice for that connecting with like, your wardrobe so when it comes to that the best advice I have is to find inspiration of someone that you admire someone who you think is like man she's got it good she's doing this she's doing that and she's so happy someone that has a pure good vibe and if you like something from three different people's styles put it together and make it your own because once you wear it it's a completely different look than when they wore it but I always say find inspiration it could be a show you love someone who is who you are inspired by but not aspired by because when you're aspired that means you're copying identity only aspire to be you but you're creating the best version of you through inspiration of others so find inspiration that makes you feel good like sometimes if I'm going through something I have to watch happy shows I can't watch anything with any negativity and all the toxicity of the worldly views I have to watch happy stuff and it literally will bring you back because what you take in literally affects you lots so just find inspiration about something Uh, pinterest i really really love pinterest and tiktok they do a lot of looks and things like that and i also create lookbooks from time to time from past time i love beauty fashion everything so just create you a lookbook of your desired looks and step into it and feel who you are and own it because when you look good you're going to feel good so if you put it on and you feel great you know you look good being inspired by other people is a good thing to be because sometimes i we we don't know the difference between i'm inspired and Mm -hmm. i feel jealous Mm -hmm. um and I think when we feel jealous, it's something within us that wants, we're, we're, we love what we see, but because we don't have that, we have this sense of envy. jealousy and mm-hmm. envy within us. But like Sierra was saying, like, be inspired. Yeah. Know that you can obtain that as well. Yes. And you can walk in that. And you just have to tell yourself that. Do not let the enemy tell you that you can't have that or, or that. you're not worthy yeah worthy or you don't look good that. enough to wear that or no walk in who you are and love who you are and once you find something that you love you realize oh this is this isn't that hard because i look great in this i feel great in this and it is just really rewarding when you love on yourself through fashion expression wardrobe use inspiration because it's going to be you at the end of the day your hair is going to look different. Your skin might be different. You know, the way you walk, the build of your body. So use your inspirations, but make it you. If she has a pink purse, which is her favorite color purple, do a purple crossbody bag and maybe a hat. You know, spice it up to make it you with your inspiration. Yes. Be you. Like, mm-hmm. when you are you, people feel that. When you walk into the room and you are being you, they're going, like, who is that? Mm-hmm. Like, what's, what about her? Like, it's something about her. And it's because you're walking in your purity. Yep. You talked about how you can't watch like negative shows. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you have to watch positive things. I was listening to this podcast and she was basically saying how being present is acknowledging um, some things that trigger you. So Mm -hmm. like even in your music, me, I'm a hopeless romantic. And sometimes when I'm listening to love songs, it makes me feel lonely. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, how can I monetize what I'm listening to so that I'm not feeling things that I shouldn't be feeling, but I'm feeling things that God wants me to feel in my music. So let's talk about that. How do you, how does monetizing what you watch and listen to help you stay present? How does that help you remain, um, 
and this loving posture. So that comes from being aware. And I was always thinking, God, I ask God to make me aware of what's triggering me. Make me aware of what brings fear to me. Make me aware of what makes me feel the ugh of the toxicity and the worldly views that a lot of people have. And that's when I would realize, you know, watching something can literally make your mind think that way when that has nothing to do with you because we have a habit as humans to take on other people's problems. So a lot of pe- a lot of things that a lot of people glorify and justify in the world come from things that they've saw. And so a lot of people are walking around angry. A lot of men think it's cool to be toxic and women. Women now think it's cool to be toxic cuz that's a trait. You pretty if you like no. But they think it's okay because that's what they take in, not realizing how it makes them feel. So once you realize, I don't want to be like this, this, and that, you monetize it because, I I don't know, I just pray a lot about what I take in. And even if I'm somewhere and someone else is taking it in, I still pray over myself. I rebuke that God, please build me up. Please send my angels in front of me and cover me in your blood and my man as well so that we don't take in these things and take them as our own feelings and own reality because that's how spirits jump and things get transferred because your mind starts taking in too much of it. You lose your own identity within it. And I just, we can't afford for that to happen. And it's just a better feeling. Like I notice if I'm watching a man cheat on TV, I don't want that for my relationship. I heavily rebuke that and I don't like cheaters. But if I'm watching that on TV, I will turn it off. I want to watch something happy. Let me watch somebody in love. Let me watch. I love watching shows about women in business, seeing how they handle it. Especially, I don't know if y'all watch um Dynasty. Fallon Carrington, she handles business. I love stuff like that. So you just have to find what makes you the most happy, what keeps you happy. If it's not, what Janae said, if it's not serving a purpose, bringing you closer to who God's called you to be, you shouldn't be doing it. And that's just all it is to it. Yeah, and that goes into also who you're surrounding yourself oh with. Oh my God, yes. Being present or being aware of the company you keep around you because mm-hmm. that can also be your fall in life. Sometimes we feel like, oh, just because a bird, birds of feather don't flock together, but yes, they Sp- do. But spirits do jump. Okay. You had some real good gems in this episode. I really Thank enjoyed you. your presence. Thank here. you for having me. Yes. And talking about, we talked about what entrepreneurship, business, relationships. relationships. How we view ourselves, yes. the beauty in that, and I think all of those tie into just the beauty of God's creation. Yes. Being on this journey with God and loving every single part of it. Yes, and you have to, there's so much of life a lot of people miss. Once you fall in love with every moment of life, if I get a flat tire, I say thank you God that I got a car to get a flat tire. What's next? Just stay happy, stay appreciative, stay in with God. Stay in with God, heavy on that. We we preach that every episode. Um, and I love that I'm able to bring Christ-centered individuals and Christ-centered women along my episodes to just give more insight on to other young women. I know some women on here are just curious and mm-hmm. little confused about their walk with God, but I think this episode is very encouraging and hopefully lifted some spirits how can we connect with you um, with your beauty bar? So I am on Instagram at the Princess Beauty Co, and so that's one of the main fronts, and it'll have all of my socials as well as TikTok, the Princess Way, and those are my two handles that I use the most. They have a lot of information about my services. You'll see a lot of me because I love me as every woman should, and just living life, having a good time, y'all. Just live. We're young. Live. Trust what God has for, has for you, but don't. Be too harsh on yourself. You're not perfect and that's okay, but God 
forgives. We repent and you are there with God. So just live, enjoy your life, enjoy the precious moments and have a funky old good time. Yes. And you are in Houston. I know I have listeners all over. Um, are you going to be selling products where you can ship them out? Yes. Should we be, you know, keeping sight of that in the future? Definitely. You can turn on post notifications. I have a lash shampoo for all my lash extensions, girlies. If you're not in town, I can ship you lash shampoo. It's infused with aloe vera to take care of your skin as well as cleanse your lashes. I also have custom strip lashes I make to give a lash extensions look, but is you can glue it on, take it off, and you don't have the hassle of keeping the extensions on. And we are going to have more products coming soon so let's just see what guys got but for now definitely lash shampoo and um strip lashes okay god thank you so much for joining my podcast i really appreciate it Um, of course i'm gonna have her description her information in the description below so that you are able to connect with her just see her journey in life and where god is taking her be able to join in on that journey and maybe even have the opportunity of experiencing her spirit in in person I hope you all have a very great rest of your day and that you are inspired by this episode, that you take on the promises that God has given you and you stay present in them day to day, that you keep God in the middle of it and you stay a prayer. You got to be a prayer warrior walking Mm -hmm. with God. Prayer is so, so important. Sometimes we feel like it's not as important as it really is, but God says there is power in our tongue and what we say we have to believe. So keep that, keep that mindset walking day to day with God. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. This is Perfectly Imperfect with Janae.